Hello, everybody. We are back with this week's episode because we didn't make one for Memorial Day. We were taking a little break, but we're back. We're so excited to be back. (laughs) Yay. So today, it's just going to be chill. We're not going to have any guests on. Just talk and answer some of you all's questions and just kind of talk about life and everything that's going on because this quarantine is going by really quickly. But something big happened last week. We finally got to see each other after two months. Yeah, I got to see Rachel after two months, and we didn't record anything. We didn't record anything. We were having fun. Yeah, all of our um, KRNL friends came, and it was just really refreshing to be around everybody. Less than 10 people. Yes, it was less than 10 people. (laughs) And one thing that we did want to touch on before we get to the questions is we just want to thank everyone for bearing with us during this Zoom recording. I understand that the quality isn't as good as it would be in our studio. So thank you for bearing with us. Exactly. If we could have a mic, we would, but we just do not have the funds for that. (laughs) So... If anyone wants to Venmo me, just go right ahead. Rachel-Porter-22. And um, get the mic over, okay? We're not doing any drama over here, like call her daddy, you know. (laughs) Rachel and I are sticking together. We're not letting any boys come in the way of Colonel Talks fashion. (laughs) It's Colonel Talks fashion or die. Yes. No, there's not just one of us. So with that being said, um... What have you been doing this week or like what's up with your internship? Well, uh, okay, so my internship was supposed to happen May 8th in New York City, but it is postponed to July. So maybe uh, I'll get to go. Everything's up in the air like everything else is in this world right now. But right now I'm right. in Tennessee and hanging out with family just going with the flow <laughs> well Rachel is gets to go to Miami oh, yes. um it is my parents 25th year anniversary so we're celebrating next week hey sorry our phones are going off they're really popular today um my internship got pretty much canceled in New York City, but thankfully they made a position for me where I'm able to work remotely um, and work with their social media. So it's not exactly what I was going to be doing in New York, but I'm still grateful that I'll have something to put on my resume and that it's going to be a good learning experience. So I'm grateful for that, I guess. It'll give me something to do. It'll it'll make me feel um, more on a schedule. Yeah. Sure. Um, but just- so... Going with the flow of things right now. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? I was, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was struggling a little bit in quarantine. I have been struggling. But this weekend, I don't know if it's the start of Gemini season. I don't know what happened. But something flipped the switch. And now I'm just, like, in this good mood. And <laughs> I don't know. I think I had an, an epiphany. And... Uh, so I just have learned a lot during this quarantine about myself. I really have. Haven't you? 
it's nice being alone and taking time to yourself to just think and just slow down, you know? I feel like I'm really learning about myself and like growing and learning how to grow on our own. Yes. Period. By ourselves. Because that's all you need. You need to love yourself first. Okay. So the first question that we're going to be answering is, let's see, what made you decide to pursue passion? Well, uh, I've liked fashion ever since middle school, but coming to college, I knew I wanted to be a fashion major because that's what I enjoyed doing. But before college, I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design summer camp for fashion and that's when I knew that I wanted to go to school for fashion. So I would say a number of different things, but just that I love doing it and love studying it. It's really fun to be creative. That's what I would say. Um, I've enjoyed like every second of being a fashion merchandising major. There's a lot of cool stuff that you can do with it. Yeah. Well, I never really, like, really knew I wanted to get into it until I guess college. Like I didn't really know all the options or opportunities that you actually had with fashion. Um, I didn't realize how many jobs there were for it. So I kind of sometimes wish I did the fashion major, but I still feel like my major um, with communications will still really help me. Like you don't really have to have a fashion degree to work in fashion. And it's just, when I look back on my childhood, I like instantly remember going shopping with my Nana or looking through her closet doing her makeup like that's what I remember always enjoying so I think it's just always something that I've really been into Mm -hmm. and then for the second question Rachel I'll let you answer it because I feel like you're better at this than me but what are some tips when you're taking your Instagram photos um I like to use self timer (laughs) um just because I like to know how I look in a camera when somebody else is taking something of me, I tend to make weird faces and I don't look how I want to look in a photo. So I like using self timer because I can see like everything I'm doing in the picture and just like be confident. Don't look like you're scared to be- take a picture that you mean, like that you might be feeling yourself in, you know, just do it and look confident and happy and I just think taking pictures that cater to your personality whenever I take photos I like to play like my favorite songs in the background me too yeah me too and just like good lighting is important that's probably key too what and don't over it yeah that's what I was about to say what is your favorite like apps to edit with Um, I was on Visco for a while but for (laughs) Other reasons I don't use Visco anymore. <laughs> um, now I just mainly use Color Tone. It's this app, but I don't go too crazy on it. Like I'll just maybe turn up the saturation, lower the highlights, the shadows. Which also, like people sleep on the Instagram app itself. Like you can edit your photo just like within the Instagram app, really. And even like I don't like to use much of a filter. Even in photos, you can edit it really well, too. Yeah, like, I think that used to be the thing, like, and it still is to some people, the, the orange filters, but it's just not really 
my thing. I'd rather it look pretty natural. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Also, tweak, like prequel, you have to pay for it, but like you can just unsubscribe once you get the free trial. Um, and you can add like the bling effect, the VHS effect, which I think is really cool. Um, what is one of your favorite trends at the moment? Ooh, let's see. What's yours? One of mine, which I've been wearing, like last year I started wearing, is Kitten Hills. I am obsessed with the little bitty heels. I have never really been into tall high heels. I just cannot wear tall high heels. I look awkward in them. So I love wearing the mini heels. They really hurt. Um, I'm really into pastel green is like my color right now I really like um pastel greens I don't know yeah I like the mini heels and I really like the new balance trend like the gray ones like the dad shoes I really like that and then I'm just always gonna be into like um nude colors I've always liked that but I'm really into probably just like pastels for sure because I think they're so pretty and happy for summertime yeah um I'll like go through phases where I'll wear bright colors and then like a lot of black colored things um but right now I'm in the mindset where I'm wearing a lot of bright colored clothes yeah I like that it just makes me happy Mm -hmm. all right what is the next it's hard because like I don't know what the trends are gonna be I feel like TikTok really blows up trends. Yeah, I'm just over the t- like the trends on TikTok, honestly. Yeah, like the tie dye and um, the lounge around in. But I don't know. I feel like I liked tie dye a couple months ago before it got really big. Mm-hmm. I actually really like airbrush now, like airbrush stuff. Yes, uh, like with your graffiti name, like graffiti stuff. Mm-hmm. Next question. Do you have any tips for people wanting to start a podcast? Well, we kind of just had the idea and we're just like, okay, what the heck? Let's just do it. And we kind of asked around about what steps we need to take to actually like get our stuff published. But um, luckily, Rachel's college, the communications college has a studio set up already. So, um, we had an advisor that really helped us like figure out which programs would be best for us and how to edit. Um, One of our main difficulties was navigating how to publish on Spotify, iTunes, all of that stuff. But once we got through that, um, it really has been so easy recording and editing and getting those episodes up on the web, I guess you would say. As long as you have something to talk about, go for it. Literally, just like, it's literally just a conversation. So if you like talking and you're comfortable talking with the person or just on a mic by yourself, it's a great way to just let everything out. And also like the number one tip, I think, is just to not care what anyone thinks and just do it. Mm-hmm. Like we really didn't, we still don't really have the mindset that people are listening we're just doing it to have fun like for ourselves it's something we enjoy doing so yeah yeah okay 
it's really fun. So if you want to do it, just do it. And if you have any questions, just DM us about it. What are some uh, are you, of your biggest inspirations in fashion? One of mine is Laura Brown. She's the InStyle Magazine editor-in-chief. She's from Australia. And she's just so energetic and so good with people. Like, I aspire to be her. She is just so lively, and she comes across so nice to everyone she meets. So I have to say Laura Brown. Like, in terms of growing up, I think my mom played a big, like, role in my fashion inspiration just because she constantly took us thrifting. So I would say if it's somebody I actually know, my mom. And then for people, I don't know. Like, I grew up loving YouTube. Lauren Elizabeth was, like, my idol in middle school. Lauren Elizabeth. um, I still really look up to her. Um, let's see. This is a hard question. Anna Wintour, I just feel like is very iconic. Mm-hmm. She's just, a, she's all like a hard worker. Like she's definitely a hard worker. And I think she goes to show that no matter how, how hard you work or how much effort you put in, it's going to show. And I just like the way she runs business. And I mean, this sounds silly, but the Kardashians, we've kind of, <laughs> honestly, we've grown up with them. And I just feel like whatever they wear is what becomes kind of in fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, Rihanna. I really, really like Rihanna. Um, For sure. What is your favorite designer and why? Wow. Um, this is hard for me because I don't own a lot of designer but probably Ralph Lauren. I don't wear it a lot, um, but I think his story is very interesting. And I think he just, again, shows the definition of a hard worker with a big dream. Mm-hmm. And it's just so classic, you know? But that, I don't know. I don't, that's not my favorite designer to wear. Yeah, my favorite designer is probably Diane von Furstenberg. Is such a girl boss. She... Um, makes clothes for I want to say like working women she's famous for her wrap dresses but she created the in charge movement um just about like empowering women through their work which I am all about but my favorite designer to wear would have to be Marc Jacobs I like vintage Chanel I like vintage um I really like, I just had it. Oh, I, Burberry. I really like Burberry. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Okay. Next question. How do you stay inspired during this time? That's a really good question. Um, honestly, I find a lot of inspiration just being by myself, being alone and going outside or, um, just, like, going on Instagram, going on Pinterest. Sometimes my, like, best thoughts are when I'm by myself, which is weird to say. Read a book, like, walk outside. It's, like, different for everyone. Mine is I like to go on drives with my friends. Um, I think that kind of just gets me inspired. Talking to people, um, like talk, doing this podcast, interviewing people always leaves me refreshed and like motivated to go do something. 
Um, so when we have like KRNL meetings, I feel like that's when um, I tend to find inspiration to go, you know, shoot a lookbook or something or, you know, just keeping busy with creative things is really important. So just if you keep doing that, if you're a creative person, that seems to really help me. Even if it's just making a TikTok, you're doing something creative in a way. So um, I like to do that. Just find something creative to keep me busy for sure. Okay, next question. What has been your biggest takeaway of what you've learned since working at KRNL? Mine would have to be um, the content and just like, this is going to sound really cliche, but the good energy that comes out of being with such a diverse group but you all have, like, a similar mindset, just that, like, energy, like, it's so powerful. We have gotten so much done with our staff, and, like, really, if you surround yourself with a great group of people, like, it really will change your whole outlook on things. Yeah, I would have to say, obviously, that, like, knowing that, you know, there are people on campus that are similar to you, But also, um, just, like, this kind of showed me that this is kind of what I want to do in my life. When I graduate college, I would love to work for a fashion magazine or a fashion company, doing styling, um, putting together outfits for shoots. I think it's kind of woken me up and being like, okay, you really like this. It's something you really enjoy. And this is actually, it shows you what goes into making a magazine and how quick it works. Um, It's kind of like a job in a way. And... I think that's one of my biggest takeaways is just knowing this is a refresher that this is what I want to do, not something that I don't want to do. That's like kind of what the next question is. What is your favorite thing about working at KRNL? Probably all the friends I've made. Um, I personally, I can be very extroverted, but also on a big campus, I can be really introverted and I didn't end up doing Greek life. So I was like, what do I do to meet friends? I mean, I'm from Louisville an hour away. Everybody here already knows each other from Louisville anyway. Um, It's hard for in-state people, I feel like, to branch out. And I knew I wanted to branch out. I didn't want to be the girl back from high school that stuck with all of her same friends, which obviously I love all my friends that I have from high school. Like my best friend is from my middle school, but I still wanted to meet new people and see that there were more people similar to me. So my favorite thing is definitely having a group of friends that I know I can, like, can rely on and that are all different. My favorite thing about KRNL definitely has to be the people. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have met Rachel if it wasn't for KRNL, which is crazy. Um, but second of all, just the opportunities that we've gotten from working at KRNL, we've gotten to do stuff that we never picture ourselves doing um if we wouldn't have took the initiative and like went to KRNL and introduced ourselves um but yeah I would have to say the people and the opportunities for sure the opportunities yeah for I didn't even think about that there's been so many opportunities like my internship I don't think I would have known about if it wasn't for KRNL um, and we just have really good mentors, too. Like, our advisor, Maymay, is really awesome and always gives good advice. Um, okay. 
what pieces do you think you should splurge on and what you should buy for lower cost? That's a good question. For me, I tend to splurge more on, I'm not a shoe person by any means. I'm a handbag person. So I tend to splurge more on my handbags. But also one thing that you do need to splurge on is a good pair of jeans. Other than that, yeah, so I think that that's really all that I tend to splurge on. I splurge on shoes if I know I'm going to have them for a long time. Um, I think it's important to splurge on things that you know you're going to use a lot. Do not splurge on things that you're not going to wear a lot. Like, for example, do not splurge on a dress that you're not going to wear a lot. Unless it's like your prom dress, of course, for some reason. Um, but I also, I know this sounds silly, but when you're on a college campus and you're in an area or a region where it gets cold, you need to invest in a good winter coat. That is so like, true. Like a good winter coat is really, you need to invest in that because you're going to be freezing walking to class. So my mom always taught me to invest in a winter coat invest in your hair care. I know that sounds silly, but a good quality shampoo and conditioner will save your hair in the future. So she always told me invest in your hair, like good hair products. And then for me, I like to invest in shoes. I know if I especially I'm going to work out in them, I want them to be good quality. Yeah. I'm not about splurging on like formal dresses, like shirts, just about like staple pieces, you know? Yeah, for sure. Staple pieces. The next question that we have, you guys have asked some really good questions so far. But yeah. the next question that we have is, what are some good eco-friendly sustainable brands that won't break the bank? So this is a very good question because I know a lot of college students tend to shop cheap fast fashion stores like Forever 21 and Princess Polly, stuff like that. But I think my biggest tip for this would be either thrifting, my favorite secondhand stores or unclaimed baggage in the real room. But if I'm not thrifting my clothes, I like Outdoor Voices, um, Madewell, and I know H&M has a section it's called like the conscious section that's more environmentally friendly. So just like being aware of not shopping at these fast fashion places where you don't know what the working conditions are like or what's going on with them. But um, I would say thrifting would be my first choice. Thrifting for me too. It's the first, it's the best choice and the most affordable choice. So I would say thrifting for that, but I also really do like them as well. And Madewell is really cool because you can donate old jeans to get discounts off your new ones, which is really cool. And I think you can do that for H&M too. So do that, but thrifting for sure. It's really fun too. Nobody else is going to have the same thing as you, which is what makes it fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are some bathing suit styling tips? I think this is different for everyone because everybody has a different body shape, body size. Um, 
So it really depends. Not like everyone's body is beautiful in their own way, but I do think that certain styles flatter different bodies differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like... Go ahead. You like what? I like, um, I don't like high-waisted on me personally because I have a short torso and I'm short. So it just kind of looks weird on me because just I don't really have a torso. So I kind of like the high string ones where it's kind of like thong, but it still kind of goes up to where it covers your little pouch. Um, and I don't know what it means by like styling the bathing suits. I think it means like, um, on, like the sarongs that people are wearing and like button down shirts over your swimsuit. I like, I always love, I know this sounds silly, I love wearing hoops to the pool or to the beach. I think it adds a look to it. And let's see. I like wearing, I always just like, honestly, I'll just wear my high-waisted jean shorts over it. I like wearing an oversized um, button-down. I am just like kind of girl that will, I'm just ready to not wear anything over top of it. It's, like, different for everybody based on, like, how you feel. Right. Okay. This is fun. How do you all predict COVID-19 will change fashion? One of the things that Business and Fashion talked about online and in their podcast was about how Fashion Weeks, they predict, will be, like, streamed online and that there will be, like, a no-guest policy. And then, obviously, another big thing is people aren't going out and spending money like they normally would. And also all these businesses have been closed down for months now. So some J crews. Yeah. Crew and um, some of the bigger department stores, I don't think made it from the COVID-19 shutdown, but it definitely, definitely will be totally different. Do you have, um, of Von Mar, where you're from? Mm-mm. Well, it's a department store, and we have one, and it opened last week, and they were having 30% off, like, the whole entire store, and this is, like, a really fancy department store, and they never do that, ever. They were having 30% off, another 30% off sale, which was crazy. A lot of sales, I don't know, in terms of I think maybe people will either go all the way out with their fashion now because who cares at this point in their life? Like people are just going to go crazy with their style or people can, I think might be more minimalist with their style now. Just in terms of like saving money and stuff. Mm -hmm. And with the consumer side of things, like it has like a trickle down effect. Yeah, for sure. Where do you see yourself in five years? What is your dream job? Hmm. Well, when I, when people ask me that question, I see myself definitely living in the city. I'm hoping that I'll be in New York. I guess in five years, I'll be 25. But that's crazy. I used to say that I wanted to be a fashion buyer. But ever since working at the magazine, I like want to be in a journalism environment, like whether it's at a magazine yeah. or at a newspaper working on, like, the fashion part of it. I see myself doing that. I don't know 
if fashion buying will be something I'll go into, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. Five years, I want to live in a bigger city, particularly New York, LA, or Atlanta. <laughs> um, I think in my 20s, I just, especially after this, I just want to live my life. Um, figure myself out because it's such a crucial part. I definitely want to be working in a fast-paced environment. Like you said, I think with a mix of journalism and fashion, but obviously, like, I'm not going to pass up anything that comes my way, even if it's not exactly what I want on my list, because um, you have to start somewhere. But that's where I kind of just see myself in a city environment, for sure. And I somewhere think not here, because... Both of us, both what? of our personalities were really work-based. We... Yeah. We do like be our happiest when we're productive and working. So we're not in any rush to get married and have kids. <laughs> yeah, I just need to figure myself out first before I do any of that. Like my mom didn't have me until she was 38. I know that's really late, but she always has told me that she doesn't regret it one single bit because she truly waited to figure herself out. Um, and know herself before she had any kids she thought that was just like more fair to us so I just really respect people that wait until they know they're like a hundred percent ready like she lived her life um all the way up almost till she was 40 so that's I'm just gonna go with the flow and just you know I'm just want to have fun especially after all this mess I'm just ready to have fun and just not care what people think like in five years, I want to be, I want to love myself more. I want to be more confident. Um, I just don't want to care what anyone thinks. And I want to be so happy with myself and like just myself, um, have respect for myself. Self-love is really important. So I think in five years, like I just want my mental health to be its very best, you know, I feel like that's most important. I definitely agree. It's really uh, important guys. <laughs> So next question and our last question, what are some of your favorite places to shop at? I haven't gone shopping in forever, but uh, I like thrifting a lot. I, the first store I went to was like Goodwill that when stores started opening. And I like the vintage stores where I'm from. I know this is kind of guilty of fast fashion, but I really like Amazon for certain things just because they get here quick. I like H&M a lot. This is hard. Um, I don't know. I think that all my closet is unclaimed baggage and the real, real. I'm obsessed with those places. Unclaimed baggage is a place in Alabama and all the suitcases from the airport that people don't pick up, it goes there. So they have like tons of clothes, tons of shoes, bags, anything you can think of they have. So I will go there a lot just because they have like really unique pieces or the real real. I love the real real. That's a really cool place and their store is beautiful inside. Is that the last question? Yeah. Uh -huh. But you guys asked some really great questions. We had lots of fun doing this episode. Um, and just to conclude this episode, we'll get to the life hack, but what I really want to highlight, um, because we have this platform with everything going on, um, just in the world with George Floyd, for example, 
I know, you know, Rachel and I are both white females, come from privilege, so I don't want to act like I know how these families are feeling or what an average black person goes through every day because we don't. Um, But I do think a start, a way to just help people be more educated about this issue is to talk about it on platforms like this. So if you want, please just post about it on social media, spread the awareness about it. I hate how we're finding out about these terrible murders um, from videos when it shouldn't be videoed in the first place because it shouldn't happen in the first place. It's literally terrible. I think education is really important for this issue. doesn't matter what color skin you are. Everybody should be loved. Everybody should be respected and treated equally. Um, I don't think this should cause any controversy because there is no controversy. It's just a problem that this country is facing. So if you can, go sign the petitions that you see. Spread awareness about it. Learn more about it. Educate yourself about it so that this can stop happening as much as it does. So I just wanted to say that on the podcast today because it's super, super important and we're not taught about these issues enough in class. I didn't learn about any of these issues really until college or until I had to learn on my own. Um, So yeah, please just pay more attention to that and please be more aware and respectful of everybody no matter where they come from, who they are. Yeah, I just wanted to add that on there because I think it's super important, you guys. That is very well said, Rachel. One thing we really want to promote on this podcast is positivity and um, just being happy, loving each other. I can't say the word. We want to be inclusive on this podcast, like inclusivity. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. Now we'll end with a life hack. A life hack. Oh, okay. I kind of have one for people. So girls, this only really, I mean, no, this doesn't pertain. This can pertain to anyone. Um, I've been, I don't know if you do this, Rachel, but I've been using my cloud paint as like a lipstick. So like I'll line my lips with a darker and then I'll take my cloud paint by Glossier and like put it on my lips. I have not tried that or it would be cool doing for like an eyeshadow too. Yeah, I do it for eyeshadow too. Um, my life hack would be to journal before bed every night I've been doing this I have this like little um five minute journal and it's fun like writing down your emotions like how you feel like after everything you did that day like what you did because you're gonna want to look back on it and also it's just really therapeutic and it's a really nice way to decompress after a long day so I suggest everyone tries that it really does not take long at all and I guarantee you that it will leave you feeling better yeah I've been journaling a lot too just because I want to see my progress in this journey that we're all going through I think it's a way to document history um so yeah I would recommend that too and I sometimes I'll write positive things but I did catch myself writing negative but I'm going to stop doing that (laughs) just write positive things it makes you feel a lot better but if you are feeling sad like write that down too for sure but we just need to not be so hard on ourselves also you could even do like a gratitude journal like write down like three things that you're thankful for that happened that day like it doesn't have to be a lot exactly well this has been so much fun I'm so glad we got to answer some of y'all's questions but like the questions were so good 
that it was fun to answer all of them. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.